0: Teal, for a beautiful smile, the life of Riley, for laughs. Teal, T-E-E-L. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice. That's it. T-E-E-L. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, brings you the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Remember, friends, for our beautiful smiles, it's Teal, and just for laughs, it's R-I-L-E-Y, Riley, in the life of Riley. Well, it seems the newest interest in the life of Chester A. Riley is a stray dog that our hero brought home with him. Right now, Riley and his four-legged friend are having a cozy chat in the dining room of the Riley's California Bungalow.
1: That a boy, pal. Come on, boy. Take it easy, pal. That's a good boy. Are you enjoying your dinner, pal? (laughs) That's a good boy, pal. Oh, wait a minute, pal. That there lamb chop bone is empty. Here, here's a fresh, empty bone. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) pardon. Don't let Mom catch you feeding that dog at the table. Oh, watching you eat, pup, gives me an appetite. Here, wash the chop down with some of this noodle soup.
2: Dog.
3: Oh, okay. Noodle soup, Daddy, yeah. why don't you feed him dog biscuits?
1: Babs, how can you say that? What do you think this dog is, an animal?
3: Oh, Riley, if you finish your lamb chops, I'll serve the... Di- Riley, you gave him to the dog. Oh!
1: Oh, well, I couldn't help it, Dumplin'. There he was licking his chops, watching me licking my chops.
3: Well... He is a sweet dog, yeah. Riley. But must he make his home on our living room couch? Yes, Daddy, he's full of fleas. He's
1: loaded with them, Pop. Well, all right. Suppose he has one or two fleas. There's a terrible housing shortage, and even a flea has to have a place to live.
3: <laughs> I don't think that's very funny. Anyway, that dog can't stay on the couch because we'll need it for Sydney Monaghan. Sidney Monaghan? Oh, I forgot to tell you, Sydney phoned this afternoon. He just got into town.
1: Well, what does that four-flusher want here?
3: Well, he sells insurance now, and he's in town for a day, and he can't get a hotel room, so naturally, I told him, if he doesn't get a place by tonight, he can stay here. Naturally? What's so
1: natural about it? Just because he was your boyfriend before I married you. Well, he's your friend, too. Well, that was a different kind of friendship. (laughs) I never went dancing with him, and he never tried to kiss me.
3: Oh, but, Daddy, we have to be hospitable. Sydney's only going to be an overnight guest.
1: Yeah, I know that, leech. He'll start out as an overnight guest and wind up as a deduction on my income tax. <laughs> Besides, I don't like the way he's always telling your mother she's beautiful and, and calling her Peggy Pie.
3: Why, Riley, you're still jealous of Sidney.
1: I am not jealous. <laughs> oh, but, yes, you are, Pop. Why should I be jealous? Has he got more money than I have? Is he better looking than I am? Has he got more brains than I have? All right, so I'm jealous. <laughs> ah, that's him. That's that Monahan. Come in, Monahan. Well, 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 well. Hello, everybody. Oh, oh Monaghan. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: knew
1: it was me, eh, Riley?
4: Recognize the old Monaghan doorknock.
1: Yeah, I recognize it. Are you still doing it with your head...
4: obnoxious personality. <laughs>
1: Save it, Monaghan. You can't win me with flattery.
4: <laughs> ah, Peggy Pie. Yeah, do you I mind do. my telling you you're just as beautiful as ever? Yeah, you
5: bet I do. Well,
3: Riley, didn't ask you. <laughs> Go on, Sydney. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs>
4: Peggy-bye, if I didn't know you, I'd take you for Bab's sister. Uh, (laughs) And Riley, if I didn't know you, I'd take you for Peg's
1: father. (laughs) I know just how you feel, pal. (laughs) Too bad you ain't got no teeth. But one more crack like that and you have my permission to gum it.
3: Pay <laughs> for itself.
4: Say, Riley, what kind of a dog is that?
6: Well, Pop says he's one half carrier, one half Airedale, one quarter collie, and one eighth Spaniel. Yeah, and from there on he runs
1: down into sixteenth.
4: <laughs> well, if he was mine, I'd
1: do something about his fleas.
3: Well, we've been trying to get Daddy to get rid of the fleas. Oh, yes, we keep telling him. All you.
1: right, all right. So he's got fleas. But in this life, everybody's got to have something to annoy him. He's got fleas, and I've got Monaghan.
4: Well, that was a fine dinner, Riley. You've got a wonderful little woman there. You know, a girl like Peg deserves the best.
1: Yeah, you're right, Monahan. But she's satisfied with me.
4: Riley, did you ever stop to think what would happen to Peg and the children if anything should,
1: uh, well, happen to you? Now, wait a minute, Monaghan. You ain't selling me no insurance. Okay. Frankly, I wouldn't dream of selling you insurance. Why not? What's the matter with me? Ain't I a good prospect? Oh, yes, you certainly are. A man with your responsibilities should carry at least... You're uh, wasting your time, Monaghan. I'm loaded with insurance.
4: You are? Yes. Well, exactly how much you covered for?
1: Plenty. If I went today, Peg would have 400 smackers. <laughs> Whole cash. 400?
4: Yes. <laughs> Why, a decent funeral would cost at least 600.
1: 600? Six That's fantastic. If Peg spends that much money, she'll hear from me.
2: <laughs>
1: anyway, I ain't worried. I, I lived all my life so far without dying, and I ain't starting now.
4: Just the same, Riley Do you realize that you're risking disaster every time you cross the street? Well, sure, but I don't
1: expect to live in Los Angeles all my life
2: <laughs>
1: Anyway, my case is different peggy would be such a young and beautiful widow She's a cinch to marry again
4: Granted, but she'd still be a widow with two children you know, single men, they hesitate getting involved. Unless, of course, the widow has a little something laid
1: aside. You know, Monaghan, I never thought of that. But but you're right. Say, how much do you think her second husband would want? Uh, well, you ought to carry at least $2,500. And that would satisfy him, huh? <laughs> it ought to. It's more than I got when I married her.
2: <laughs> but...
1: I'm a sport. Let him have the $2,500. Fine, Riley, fine. fine. I've got
4: the perfect policy for you right here. Now, if you'll just sign it and hand over the $50... Look, give
1: me that pen, Monaghan. I'm signing this before you try to back out. Now, there. There, I signed it. Boy, all my worries are over now. And get this, right. Huh? In
4: case you meet with a fatal accident, the company pays the widow double, $5,000. Isn't that good?
1: For just a fatal accident? <sighs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Her second husband will kiss me for that. Oh,
4: another thing. In case your accident is not fatal, you still collect. Of course, not as much as if it were fatal. Well,
1: that don't worry me. If I ever have an accident, it'll be fatal. I'm lucky that way.
6: (laughs) (laughs) You, Mr. Riley.
1: Well, 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 if it ain't Waldo Binney. How's my little friend and neighbor, eh? Oh, my aching back.
2: <laughs>
1: Why, well, What's the matter, Waldo? Did your wife hit you with a hockey stick again?
6: Oh, no. She used a bat. It's the baseball season, you know.
1: <laughs> Poor Waldo.
6: Waldo, how long
1: have you been married to your wife?
6: Well, I'm 45. I was married at 30. Oh, I should say about 200 years. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm a lucky husband, Waldo. I got a wonderful wife. Why, only today I took out a life insurance policy for her sake. Well,
6: she ought to be very thankful. You know, Sidney Monaghan's
1: the one she really ought to thank. He sold me the policy. Sidney Monahan? Yeah. Your wife's old boyfriend? Yeah. Swell guy, Sidney. And between you and me, I think he's still a little crazy about Peg. <laughs> Mr. Riley, <Yeah. laughs>
6: is there a clause in the policy that says the company pays twice as much if you have a fatal accident? Yeah. Yeah, how did you get?
1: Good old sister, Sidney, he insisted on
6: my having that. He insisted, did he? Yeah. Mr. Riley, did you ever see a movie called Double Indemnity? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a
1: swell picture. Well, Wasn't that great where the insurance agent Fred McMurray and Barbara Stanwyck murder her husband and make it look like an accident, and then they collect the... Uh,
2: uh,
1: Walter, Walter, you don't mean my
6: pegwood... No, no, not my peg. She wouldn't. Oh, of course not. She's completely innocent. But I'm sure that Monaghan wouldn't mind marrying your widow if she had $5,000. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what Monaghan said the second husband would want. But, but Waldo, this is murder.
6: Uh, Are you sure? Well, I can't be 100% sure. But if I were you, I'd rather be me.
2: (laughs) No,
1: no, Waldo. You're you're making a big mistake. Monaghan could never take my place with Peg. He ain't got no culture. He don't talk no good English. And he ain't got my loveliness. But, Mr. Riley... And in the second place, there's my kid. They never accept him for a father. Why don't they like him? No. He don't know how to handle children, but I do. I got a real childish mind.
6: (laughs) Now,
1: Waldo, now, you're all wrong. After all, let's be
6: fair to Monaghan. All right, let's be fair. Let's assume that Monaghan is absolutely innocent. Right. Until we prove that he murdered you. Right. Nothing could be fairer than that.
4: you're sure Riley won't mind my wearing this new suit ahead.
3: Why, of course not, Sidney. And you know it fits you perfect.
4: Well, my suit won't be back from the cleaners till Monday, and I do want to make a good impression on that prospect I'm seeing tonight. Lots of money in it for me.
3: Oh, that's fine. Oh, it's There's Riley now. Come on, Peg. Hello, oh, dear.
1: Ahead.
3: Hi, Riley. Say, uh, where'd you get the new...
1: Hey, uh, ain't that my suit?
3: Well... Yes, dear. Sidney's is at the tailor, so I knew you wouldn't mind if he wore yours for tonight. Yeah,
4: thanks a million, Riley. Beautiful suit. Wish I had one like it.
1: Well, uh, why don't you try buying one, Monahan? Only $26.50. Well, right.
4: <laughs> say, that's cheap. I'll go out tomorrow and pick a... No. No? I think I'll wait a little while.
2: Wait? <laughs> <laughs> They'll
1: never be cheaper than they are now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, then what are you waiting for?
4: Well, I'm a little short on cash now, but I expect to get hold of some money real soon. You do, huh? Yes, sir. If things work out, little Sydney's gonna make a killer. <laughs> But, 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 Sidney,
3: you... Isn't that nice, Riley? <laughs> well, you might wish Sidney luck.
1: Yeah. Yeah, good luck, Sidney, with the kill him? Well, thanks, Riley. Say, I
4: can't get over how nice your suit fits me. Why, I bet I could wear all your clothes. Well, I ain't betting. <laughs>
3: Hello, Marty. Hello, dear. Say, Daddy, I need some money. Said.
1: That's Monaghan you're talking to. I'm over here.
3: Oh, well, in that suit, I thought it was you.
4: (laughs) Well, that's the first time an old bachelor like me was ever called Daddy. (laughs) And you know, I like it. Say it again, Dad.
3: I need some money, Daddy.
4: Sure thing, daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a dollar
1: from your Daddy.
3: Oh, well, gee, thanks, Mr. Monaghan. Hey you wouldn't make such a bad father after all. Dad,
1: give Monaghan back that dollar. If you want a dollar, ask your present, father.
3: All right, Daddy. Here,
1: there's a quarter.
3: Well, come on, everybody. Supper's ready. Come on, sit down, everybody. Yeah, all right. Oh, Riley, will you please... Bring... Wait a
1: minute. Monaghan, why are you sitting at the head of the table? Oh, oh, I'm sorry,
4: Riley, I... I just slipped into your place by accident. Accident?
1: Well, that better be the last accident that happens in this house. Riley, really? don't get
3: so excited. I'm not
1: excited, but get this straight, Monaghan. I don't mind you wearing my clothes and moving in on this and eating here free. But if you ever sit at the head of this table, it'll be over my dead body. <laughs>
0: Teal has just brought to the first act of the live of Riley, and we'll return to Riley in just a moment. Meanwhile, this is Ken Carpenter. You know that only teal, of all the leading dentifrices, protects your teeth from ugly gum line cavities? Well, here's why. Out of every ten adults, eight have receding gums. And when gums recede, parts of your teeth are exposed, which are 25 times softer than tooth enamel. Now, those softer parts are easily damaged by the daily use of toothpaste or powder containing harsh abrasives. So the chances are 8 and 10 you are risking those ground-in cavities daily, unless the dentifrice you use contains no such abrasives. Only Teal, the modern liquid dentifrice, cleans teeth without abrasives. Cleans with a patented ingredient, protects teeth from gum-line cavities as no other leading dentifrice can. The Teal Way takes one extra minute a week to make teeth look their best safely. Just follow directions on the package. Remember, large family-sized teal saves money. T-E-E-L, teal. The tangy, refreshing, liquid dentifrice. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, Chester A. Riley has the mistaken idea he's going to be murdered. It all began when Sidney Monahan, an old flame of Mrs. Riley sold Riley a life insurance policy with a double indemnity clause. Now, poor Riley suspects that Monahan is planning to do away with him and then try to marry his widow for the insurance money. Right now, we find Sidney plotting murder, but not Riley's, of course. But, Peggy Pie,
4: I'm telling you, you're wasting your time with that insect spray. There's only one thing that'll get rid of that dog's fleas, chloroform.
3: Chloroform, Sidney? Mm-hmm.
4: Just dab some on this pup's coat, and those fleas will disappear. Perfectly huh?
3: Well, I'll try anything, but where can I get the chloroform? Oh, I'll
4: take care of that. I'll get some.
3: Oh, all right, Sidney. But for heaven's sake, let's keep this a secret. Riley, be furious if anybody touched his precious dog. <laughs>
6: Is the coast clear, Riley? Yeah, the house is empty, Waldo. Good. Now we can search his room and get some evidence against that vicious monster.
1: Waldo, I think we're wrong. This guy Monaghan's really a sweet monster. Deep down, he's the kind of fellow that wouldn't harm a flea.
6: Mr. Riley, you can't afford to take chances. Look, isn't that Monaghan's briefcase there? Yeah. Let's search it for the weapon. Waldo, we can't open that. If Monaghan found out, he wouldn't like it. Mr. Riley, this man plans to murder you. Yeah,
1: I know, but I don't want to create any bad feeling between us. Oh, Look, Waldo,
6: I tell you, you got Monaghan wrong. He's really crazy about me. Well, nothing much in his briefcase. Just some papers. papers some pipe cleaners. Pipe cleaners. box of aspirin. Yes, bottle of chloroform, chloroform. A bottle box of pencil. pencil. You see, I told you he wouldn't find any... Uh, uh, chloroform. Yeah. Chloroform. That's what he's going to use. Chloroform? No, 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 he mustn't. I can't stand the smell of chloroform. (laughs) It's an old method. He chloroforms you, throws you on the railroad tracks to make it look like an accident, and tries to marry your beneficiary.
1: No. No, no, Monaghan wouldn't do that.
6: Why not? Fred McMurray did it. Oh. Oh, Oh, well, don't protect me. Mr. Riley, your hours are numbered. Yes. Yeah. Oh, why
1: wasn't I smart? Why didn't I take out a policy where if I get murdered, I'm the beneficiary? LAUGHTER
7: Riley, wait for me. Ah! Uh, who's that? It is I, Digby Odell, the friendly undertaker.
2: <laughs> oh.
7: Oh, it's you, Digger. That's all I need now. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural.
2: <laughs>
7: Digger, what are you doing around here? Oh, I've just come from a meeting of my club. The U-P-U-S. UPUS Yes, the Undertakers and pallbearers Uplift Society.
2: <laughs>
7: a fine organization. Our motto is, work, don't shirk. That's why whenever I see a man lying down,
1: I go right after him.
2: <laughs>
1: Digger, I'm in terrible trouble. Did you ever feel as if the ground was slipping out
7: from under you? No, but I've seen dozens of similar
2: cases.
1: (laughs) What's distressing you, Riley? Well, there's a guy, Sidney Monaghan, and he... Well, he... he likes my wife. Ah, I know how you feel.
7: When I first started in my profession, the driver of my business vehicle made goo-goo eyes at my wife. Huh? What happened? Oh, I scared the life out of him. I said, see here, you cad... If you don't cease making eyes at my wife, you'll stop being the driver of my vehicle and become
1: its passenger. <laughs> well, my case is worse, Digger. This guy Monaghan saw a movie once, and, and it gave him an idea, see?
7: Yes, movies are very stimulating. I go to them regularly. Ah, the cinema Boris Karloff, Strangling Peter Laurie. Boris Karloff carving Bela Lugosi. Boris Karloff torturing Sydney Green Street. I adore Boris.
2: He's.
1: he's okay.
2: <laughs> Tigger,
1: this Monaghan wants to murder me and then try and marry Peg for my insurance. I hope she turns him down. Boy, will I laugh. <laughs> Murder.
7: Oh, no, Riley. He's going
1: to chloroform me and then he'll pick me up and throw me
7: on a railroad track. Nonsense, Riley. You're too heavy. From years of experience, I'd say that it would take at least six men to carry you.
2: No, no, no. But,
7: but, Digger, I saw the chloroform, I tell you. You did? Yes. Oh, then you must act, Riley. Confront this fiend and expose him to the world. You're right. That's what I'll do. My head's made up. Uh, will you come with me, Digger? Certainly, Riley. I'm the last man to ever let a friend down. <laughs> <laughs> let along.
1: Come on in, Digger. There's a light in the kitchen. I'm going in there and face him with my face. Good. That should frighten him.
2: Well, here it is. Shh. That's money.
4: Yes, sir, Peggy. Enough chloroform in this bottle to kill a million.
1: Figure. Figure, you hear? Chloroform. I told you he would. Wait a minute. Who's he talking to? He can't be talking to. Oh, no, it can't be.
3: Do you think we ought to do it tonight, Sydney?
1: It is. Oh, Peg. Oh, why
4: wait? It's got to be done sometime.
1: Figure. My Peggy's talked her into it.
4: Oh, Riley, it's
7: a good thing I came along. I think you're going to need me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Disney, you don't think Riley suspects what we're up to? No,
4: he never knows what's going on. <laughs> well, we could hit him over the head with a lead pipe and he wouldn't know what had happened.
3: No,
1: no, use the chloroform. <laughs>
4: All right, let's get it over with. Okay, but it'll be easier if we wait until the dog's asleep. Calling me a
1: dog! That's so too
3: far. Oh, oh Riley, you heard us!
1: Peg, Peg, tell me it ain't true. The chloroform, you weren't going to use it.
3: Well, I, I might as well confess. Yes, I was, Riley.
1: No, oh. no, oh, Monahan put you up to
3: this. Now, don't blame Sidney. It was all my idea. Now,
4: look, Riley, I was just trying to do Peg a favor. I know
1: why you were doing it.
3: Give me back that check. What check?
1: The check I gave him for the insurance. Give it to me. But, Riley... Give me that check. That,
4: all yeah. right, all right. Here, here it is. There.
1: See? I'm tearing it up in a thousand pieces. There,
3: there, there. Riley, have you gone crazy? Better me
1: for my money, will you? Chloroform me, huh?
3: Chloroform uh. you? Oh, Riley, listen. Be sensible. I'm sure being sensible.
1: Run ahead. I'm going to give you the beating of my life. Take that. Go. Oh, 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 my wrist. I broke my wrist.
3: He's got a cast-iron head. (laughs) Riley, you hit the (laughs) doorknob.
1: All my wrist. I'll
4: get you yet, you murderer. Oh, no one's trying to murder you, Riley. We got the chloroform just to get rid of the fleas.
1: I resent that. You know very well I ain't got no fleas.
3: The dog's fleas. I...
1: You... The dog. How? You you mean... Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Didn't Sidney buy the chloroform to murder me?
3: Of course not.
1: What a revolting development this
3: is. (laughs) Oh, Riley. How could you suspect for even one second that I... Don't yell
1: at me, Dumplin'. Not now. My wrist is killing me. It it must be broken. Well, I've got one consolation. I'm insured against accidents.
4: Oh, no, you're not, Riley. You just tore up that check for the premium, which automatically cancels
1: the policy. You mean that I don't get paid for this broken wrist? Mm hmm. Not a cent. This development is even more revolting than the other revolting developments. <laughs>
0: Back in half a minute. Why risk cavities at the gum line? Cavities ground in by the daily use of toothpastes or powders containing harsh abrasives. Teal cleans teeth without abrasives, protects teeth from such cavities. Enjoy Teal tonight. T E E L Teal, the refreshing liquid dentifrice.
1: Dumplin', Dumplin', please forgive me, will you?
3: Well, I... I really shouldn't.
4: Oh, you ought to be ashamed,
1: Riley. Yeah, yeah, I know. But but deep down inside of me, I didn't believe it. I apologize to you and Sidney.
3: Well, all right, dear. I accept your apology.
1: Oh, thanks, Dumplin'. I could
4: kiss you. And Riley, I accept your apology, too.
1: Oh, hand. I could, uh, let you and me just shake hands, huh?
2: Slotter
0: <laughs> uh, and Gamble, makers of Peel, the amazing liquid Deniferous, invites you to be their guests next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix appears by arrangement with Hal Roach. The Life of Riley is produced for Teal by Irving Brecker and is directed by Don Bernard. Music by Lou Carslaw. The script by Ashmead Scott, Alan Lipscott, and Ruben Schiff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Junior is Scotty Beckett. Babs is Sharon Douglas. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Waldo Benny is Dink Trout. And Sidney Monahan is Lou Merrill. This is Ken Carpenter on behalf of Teal, inviting you to listen again next week. And remember, for laughs, it's R-I-L-E-Y, Riley. And for lovely smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, protects teeth beautifully.
5: It's a washing miracle for silk, nylon, woolen...
3: What are you talking about?
5: DREFT. I'll spell it. D-R-E-F-T. DREFT. Yes, ladies, and DREFT spells faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any suds before in history.
3: That's true. Take lingerie, for example. Why, DREFT keeps my dainty underthings fresher and brighter than even expensive soap flakes.
5: Right. You see, DREFT is different from soap. DREFT's rich suds rinse clean and clear. They simply can't leave any sticky deposits the way all soaps do. The Wonder Dress keeps lingerie, stockings, new woolens, prettier and brighter far longer than any soap could ever do. With draught, there's no soap fading.
3: Yes, and for washing dishes, Dress is just unbelievable. Why, draught makes my dishes shine even without wiping. Every woman knows how dishes washed with soap dry with a greasy film unless you polish them. Well, my draught wash dishes drain dry, bright and sparkling. Even glasses sparkle without touching a towel to them.
5: Yes, ladies... Decide now to open up this bright new world of beauty for all your nice things. For your fine washables, for your dishes. So get DREFT in the bright green package. DREFT, Procter & Gamble's amazing suds discovery that gives you faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any suds before in history. That's D-R-E-F-T, DREFT. Next time you shop, get DREFT. Remember, for last, it's the life of Riley every week at this same time. Good night. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. आ रहा की Film fair Kim Manchbar Hong, Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karthik Aryan, Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, and Sara Ali Khan K electrifying performances. To Hojayatayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 pm, only on ZT.